0: So you have a teenager and you want what's best for them, but sometimes you just don't know what to do. I mean, we've all been there, right? Well, welcome to How To Be The Parent That Your Teenager Needs You To Be, where with each episode we explore the topics, the issues, the concerns, and the challenges that you face as a parent with a teenager. If your goal is to empower your teenager to be their absolute best and to bring the peace, joy, warmth, and love back into your home, then you've come to the right place. Well in this episode we're going to talk about an alternative strategy for having those big talks with your teenagers. So let's get started. Well hello again everyone, my name is Jim White and I'm an author, coach and the founder of the Family Enrichment Academy. And today, in this episode, we're going to be talking about an alternative strategy for having the big talks with your teenagers. You know, the ones about drugs, alcohol, and sex. But before we start that, though, I did have one item I wanted to mention. Um, I have for you today a free gift or a resource that I'd like to share with you. Um, One of the most common questions I get from parents parents that I work with is, you know, they're wondering, you know, what's the secret to getting their teenager to open up and talk more? Well, the simple answer is to ask better questions. And so this resource, I have 10 questions you should never ask your teenager. Think of these as like conversation killers. But then I also have 10 great questions. These are the conversation starters. And again, it's a free resource. Um, There's a link in the show notes. You can click on that. It'll take you to the website and you can download that for yourself. So be sure to check that out as well. So back to our conversation about having these big talks with your teenager. And again, today, I've got an alternative strategy to share with you. Um, Before we get to that though, let's talk for a minute about how this typically plays out. Um, One of the most common scenarios is where the parent um, sort of plans out and really almost maps out like a presentation that they're going to do for their teenager around one one or all of these topics. You know, the goal is to make sure they don't miss any points and they just want to, again, be effective in having this conversation. And so once they've rehearsed and got that together, they, they sort of, they wait for the opportunity to bring this up. And a lot of times that opportunity just doesn't seem to present itself. And so after a few weeks, the parent starts to actually feel a little bit guilty because they haven't fulfilled this obligation that they have. And so they make an appointment, in effect, with their teenager. You know, they say, you know, hey, after dinner tonight, let's, let's go for a walk. And again, make an appointment to sort of give this presentation that they've been working on. So the time comes, they go for the walk with the teen, they download, if you will, and and walk through all of the talking points that they've been thinking about, and the teenager is kind of listening at this point. Um, The parent gets to the end and they say, you know, okay, do you have any questions? You know, they ask the teen that. In a typical teenager fashion, they say, no, I think I'm good. And so the conversation wraps up and you're done. And in the parent's mind, they've again, they've fulfilled that obligation. They can mark this off their list. Now, a second kind of scenario that pops up sometimes is the parent's thought and knows that they need to do something uh, you know, have one of these talks, but they haven't really planned it out. But the teenager does something, or something happens that sort of sets them off, if you, if you will, it pushes their button, and so they launch into a lecture, if you, and they start going through and just, you know, it's almost in a little bit of anger or frustration. They, they launch into this lecture and start sharing thoughts and their, their ideas and what they believe about these big topics. And again, the teenager kind of listens, but not really get to the end of the conversation, and and once it's over and the parents calm down a little bit, they also have the sense, okay, I've fulfilled again that obligation that I have. Well, the common theme in these talks, and part of why I wanted to bring these up, is that the parent does most of the talking in this approach, and the teenager's not really listening. I mean, they are kind of, but they aren't really listening. And and the other thing that happens when we have this sort of conversation and in this approach is, again, the parent almost feels like they have this obligation to have this conversation. And once they do, they mark it off the list. And it's like, okay, that's done. I can sort of put that on, you know, in, in that file of being done. So what I want to do is I want to invite you to take a different approach or maybe look at this a little differently. And what I would like you to have to do is to shift your perspective from the idea of having the big talk to the idea of having an ongoing conversation with your son or daughter that's going to last throughout 13 years. Think of this as a series of smaller conversations on these topics as opposed to one big uh, conversation. And again, part of the goal in this shift in mindset with these smaller conversations is that you want to engage the teen and have the teen do most of the talking as opposed to the parent. Now, you may be saying, well, you know, that sounds great, but, you know, how do I do that? So, let me give you an idea for how this might work. So, the goal is for you to look for and be aware of an opportunity to bring up one of these topics and just your everyday life, you know, and things happening. But the key is that when you engage at this point, though, you have to engage with some of the coaching skills that we talk about. You need to engage with the goal of building connection and also using your empowerment coaching skills. So, Here's an example. Let's say you pick your teenager up after school or practice one day and you're driving home. You know The teen takes control of the music and they plug in their, their iPhone or whatever and they start playing one of their songs. And as you're listening, you notice in the lyrics, the lyrics are talking about um, drinking and having sex. This is your opportunity to engage. And so, again, you want to though engage from a curiosity standpoint with the goal of building connection. So you say something like this, you say, am I hearing this right? Are they talking about having sex and and drinking in this song? And at first glance, your teenager is probably going to defend a little bit, right? They're going to say, well, yeah, but it's just a song and it has a great beat. So then you ask that curiosity question that's designed to help to engage that teenager. You say, well. You know, good beat aside, I'm kind of curious, if one of your friends told you that they were going to try to get a girl drunk and then have sex with her, would you be okay with that? Can you see I'm, tr- I'm trying to invite them to share their thoughts, feelings, and beliefs around that particular topic. And so you have to let them talk a little bit. Now, you have to be very careful here. This is again part of the coaching that we share with um, people that we work with is that when we're building connection like this you have to be very mindful that you don't slip into lecture mode or you don't slip into fix-it mode or advice i mean you're you're going to feel like you want to say something and you have to be aware that your goal at this point is to build connection and build trust with your teenager and so you do that by listening from a compassionate place and from a forgiving place and, and you need to be fully aware, it's, it's quite possible, you're gonna hear something that upsets you or that shocks you or that's something that you just really aren't prepared maybe to hear your teenager say. But the goal here is to build connections so you have to you know, let them express themselves. And again, think of it in terms of your building trust with them as you do that. Now, there will come a point where you're gonna feel like, okay, I need to share my principles and values and beliefs around this particular topic. And so when that comes, there's really two prerequisites that have to happen in order for your input to be able to influence or empower your team. I mean, that's the goal, right? And in in my book that I have, which is based around the title of this podcast, how to be the parent your teenager needs you to be, I share the idea that you can't hope to influence or empower your teenager until you have a really strong connection or that trust is built. So again, one of the prerequisites before you start to offer your Uh, feelings or thoughts or beliefs is you need to build that connection, which you've done here by the way you've approached this conversation. You've allowed your teen to express their feelings and your teenager should be heard and there would be that connection would be uh, deepened at this point. So that's the first prerequisite. The second thing I would invite you to do is literally to ask for permission. And what i mean here's what that could sound like you'd say to your teen you know i really appreciate you sharing some of your thoughts on this i mean you've you've said some things that i haven't really considered before and i appreciate you being so open with me would it be okay if i shared a few of my um, principles or beliefs around this as well can you see how you're asking permission and giving that teenager an opportunity to to open up if you will and accept your thoughts and nine times out of ten they're going to say sure and that's primarily because you've done a good job of building trust with them first. So you do that, then you ask permission, then you can share your thoughts and beliefs. Then as you wrap it up, you need to turn it back to them. And what I mean by that is say something like, um, so you know, when you get to that point of the conversation, say, you know, that's what, you know, where I'm at. So I'm curious of all the stuff that I've said, what, what would you agree with or what would you disagree with? Again, the goal is this is a conversation. You're trying to have some back and forth with your teens so you can get a sense of where they are while at the same time sharing your principles, values, and beliefs. And trust me, your teenager, they listen to you. You have more influence than you think with them, especially if you've worked to build that trust and that connection. So that's the, the different approach that I wanted to throw out today. And I would say, I mean, this sounds doable, doesn't it? I mean, wouldn't you agree? So the challenge, so here's my FEA hero challenge for you. Sometime over the next week, I want you to look for one of these opportunities to bring up one of these difficult topics in one of these big conversations. But again, I want you to approach it with this idea of, okay, how can I engage in a conversation? It's one of these smaller talks that's gonna be part of our ongoing uh, conversation throughout the teen years. Um, a few examples of how this might come up. Let's say you're watching a movie or a show together, and there's a scenario where a drunk driver has an accident. Boom, there's an opportunity to talk about drinking and driving. Or maybe your son or daughter, you hear them talking and they um, you hear them sharing that some a, a girl at school just found out that she's pregnant. Boom, there's an opportunity to talk about sex. Um, or maybe you see a group of teenagers or one or two teenagers hanging around the local Dairy Queen or the Starbucks and they're smoking or vaping. Boom, there's an opportunity to talk about drugs. When you really stop back and look, there's these opportunities present themselves. And again, the first step is for you to be aware And then the second step is when you have one of these pop up, I want you to lean into that conversation, but do it from a place of first, the goal is to build connection and build trust with your teen. And you do that by listening and asking their opinion and then listening from a compassionate and a forgiving mindset. I mean, you can do this. I know you can. So I want you to step up to being the hero for your teenager and lean into one of these conversations. Well, that wraps up today's episode. But before we jump off, I did want to remind you that I do have that free resource for you, those 10 questions you should never ask your teenager, as well as those 10 great questions, the conversation starters. And again, that links down below or in the show notes, you can click there and be able to download that resource. As always, it's truly an honor to be able to serve and support you as you move along your parenting journey and as you step into that role of being the hero within your family. And again, I just can't tell you how much I appreciate your your growth mindset and your willingness to grow and learn as a parent. So until next time, remember, a change in perspective changes everything.